Greetings. Welcome to this Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey and I am your host for this podcast series, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me as we explore diverse topics for enriching the quality of your life. Power for Positive Living and Friendship. Years ago, I heard a woman convey why she believed that she was depressed. Her perceptions tend to mirror what I have heard from many others over my years as a counseling psychologist and retreat facilitator. She states, I'm 97 years old. I know that at best I will only live two or three more years. The reason that I am depressed is that when I look back over my life, I realize that I have lived my entire life for everyone else. I have spent my years trying to please everyone else, or at least not displease them. I did what others wanted me to do. I lived my life for them while they were living their lives for themselves, and no one has ever lived a life for me, not even me. And now, it's too late. Although this individual expresses her perceptions of her life path in a negative manner, there are some lessons that we each can consider as we make new choices for living our own lives. Most of us would like to arrive in our senior years and have different perceptions from this person. Living life is risky. There is no one way to make healthy choices that always result in a happy and valued life path. I know of no way to live a life that is entirely free of risk. One option open to us for consideration is to diffuse blame for our choices by letting others decide for us and take the responsibility of living our lives. This seems to be the viewpoint of this 97-year-old person. Even this option has its risk when we follow the preferences of others and allow them to criticize us for making that choice. In this type of situation, we are escaping the blame to some degree, but do not achieve the internal satisfaction of successfully acting on a specific choice. We can decide to live out our own life choices and accept the responsibility that comes. While we may choose to receive input from other persons on their experiences and recommendations, we individually decide to take the responsibility for making our own choices. By their nature, all life decisions have some degree of risk associated with them. We may not have enough information to decide what is best for us. Life experiences in our past may not be sufficient to allow us to use them accurately in the current life choice. Since most of us live with others, we want to respect and care about the view of others. We may allow this input from others to influence a poor choice for us. We could find ourselves in the situation like this 97-year-old woman who is depressed because she spent her entire life carrying out the goals and plans that others chose for her. 
Most of us want to live life with as few complications as possible. We generally would like to experience few risks as we implement our choices. Life doesn't always cooperate with this desire. One objective reality for us to consider is that whatever we choose for our life path has the possibility of working out just as we planned and hoped. There is also the real possibility that regardless of our efforts, the goal of our plan will not work. The process of introspection allows us to become aware of how many individual decisions you and I make each and every single day. An example might be, we decide to walk to the mailbox. We decide to walk rather than drive our car to the community set of boxes. We can decide to go immediately or wait a while. We can decide whether to use our house shoes or our outside shoes. We may decide how fast we walk. We decide whether we focus entirely on the process of walking or whether we allow ourselves to multitask by thinking of what we shall do when we return from this errand. How does a simple task like this become a degree of risk in our life choices? You and I might experience this process each day for years and never be aware of any possible risk. Yet, if we are living, there is always a possibility of something going wrong in some way. For example, a psychological mind game of what if can demonstrate that even this simple task like going for the mail has the possibility of incurring life-changing risk. What if I slip on the stairs because I forgot to grip the handrails? What if the leaves on the street are wet from rain and become slippery? What if I fall on these wet leaves and fracture my hip? What if a car hits me due to a distracted driver? What if a snake crosses the path and becomes irritated at this disruption and chooses to bite me? Although we may not experience any of these outcomes to the mailbox, it generally only takes one event to switch from a game of what if to if only. If only we had done such and such, then this event would not have happened. Another example might be something we decide to say to another person. Yes, there are examples where some people decide not to evaluate and decide on what they say before speaking. Just because we choose to speak before thinking about possible outcomes, the words we choose to express to others can have a significant effect on our relating with them. We take a risk by not pondering what we choose to speak. A more recent risk for many of us is whether to risk our physical health by interacting with others during a pandemic or risk our mental health by staying in isolation. The risk of being with others to get a virus is real. Our need to actively interact in person with others is also a very real human need. Deciding which choice can be difficult. These are only three examples of the many choices you and I make each day. Each choice we make has some degree of risk inherent in it. Most of the time we do not give thought and consideration to the risk we invite by making a decision to think or behave in a certain way. While many can choose to live with the process of habituation to manage the minor decisions of our life path, the presence of risk remains to some degree. What do we choose to do when we are faced with a new and or different decision? 
How do we determine the risk when our choice moves into a major decision category? Do we use the same processes for minor decisions as major ones, or do we change when major choices are before us? Wellness psychology tells us that when we choose to live this gift of our life, we are inherently taking the process of accepting some type and some degree of risk with that choice. About the only way to avoid having risk in our lives is not to live. Few of us are eager to accept the state of being dead to experience zero life risk. We tend to take risk as part of our life contract. While some choose to minimize their life risk like the 97-year-old woman, others embrace the idea that the choice they make will usually have some type or degree of risk in them. Whatever is the outcome of their choice pattern, they are willing to accept the risk as one price to be paid for the gift of life. How each will choose to manage these risks will be a series of personal choices. Hopefully we are kind to ourselves by increasing our awareness and knowledge of this entire risk-taking management system. When we accept that we wish to live life and are willing to take the inherent risk, we generally develop some type of risk evaluation system that works specifically for us. We can always be open to the input from others, but the actual decision we make on risk-taking is usually ours alone. By the time you and I are 97 years old, we are probably comfortable with the choices we have made along our life path. If we can avoid the burdens of perfectionism, we can generally age with the acceptance that for the most part, our choices have worked for us. When our life journey does end, we may be contented that for the most part, we have actively encountered the risk of living and came out Okay. This is your friend and host, James Huey. I thank you for listening to me on these podcasts as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Feel free to re-listen to other podcasts in this series, which are now posted on our website, at pfpl.us. As your friend and host, I always encourage you to value and nurture yourself as the unique human individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day. Good day.